0: I says well aren't you the surf coach and he says no i'm an english teacher i says, what do you know about surfing he says i know nothing i just raised my hand because no one else did so he set the clipboard down in the sand and left and so what did i do i looked at the clipboard i picked it up
1: Welcome to the Life in Paradise podcast, the show about creating a life you never need a vacation from. You'll gain inspiration from those who have done it before as we share experiences, strategies, and offer practical steps you can take to live your dream life in paradise. With your host, attorney turned alchemist, Don Fleming. Welcome to this month's episode with
0: Taking Command with Captain Tom. Here with Captain Tom Clifford. Uh, Thank you, Don. Anyway, so... uh, did this this week? We wanted to talk about something that we, about leadership that we always, my wife and I, we talk about quite often. And one of the things that we call it picking up the clipboard. And so uh, we we'd we talk about it all the time when we were at the ferry dock a, a while back, and uh, the ferry was overloaded, and there was bigger ferries at the dock. And I and I looked at Don, and I says, uh, "Where's the person with the clipboard?" The the leadership is important. That that you know, to somebody says, "I'm in control. I've got this, and everything will go smoothly." So,
1: how didn't do I- seem like there was anybody in charge.
0: No, there was nobody in charge. So, uh, how this all started? My picking up the clipboard. It was kind of a funny story. I was living in a, a block off the beach in Newport Beach, California, with my two uh, teenage sons. And uh, the uh, oldest one says, uh, "Dad, I, we're going to start a, a high school surf team, at the same high school I went to, but they didn't have a surf team back then." So he says, "Dad, I'm going to, I want to be part of the surf team, and we're going to meet at seven o'clock uh, this morning up by Fifty Sixth Street." So I says, "Sure, I'll go up there with you." I, you know, so I went up there with them. I knew all the kids. I'd surfed with them out front. They're all Patrick's friends and everything, and so the faculty member came from the high school and he lectured on everybody and and he he kind of was there for about 10 minutes and uh he says hey i got to i got to go i got an english class i have to go to he i says well aren't aren't you the surf coach and he says no i'm an english teacher i says what do you know about surfing he says no i know nothing i just raised my hand cuz no one else did so i'm kind of, Oh, okay so um, he set the clipboard down in the sand and left. And so, what did I do? I looked at the clipboard, I picked it up, and I says, okay, the first heat, we're gonna, you, you, and you go out, and, and we're gonna, you know, you're gonna surf the first heat for 10 minutes, and we're gonna figure out how to place you in the first, second, or third string. And so, we did this for, I, maybe a couple of weeks. The, everybody respected, uh, they all knew me, they all knew uh, Mr. Tom. They didn't call me Tom Clifford, they called me Mr. Tom. And uh, so they all knew me. But so uh, a couple weeks went by, and then the first uh, contest was coming up. So we all got there in the morning and got all ready to go. And uh, the surf coach from the Huntington Beach, which was the next, next beach up, uh, their surf team came, and we all congregated. And, and so, uh, Huntington Beach uh, coach came up and said, uh, are you the coach? And I said, no, I'm just one of the kids' dads. And he says, "Well, you're holding the clipboard; you must be the coach." And I kind of went, "Oh, I guess I am."
1: Well, there wasn't anyone else, was no, there? No, there was
0: no one else. No one else. So there was. I was just I was holding the clipboard. There's no one else. And so pretty soon, um, the judge uh, showed up, and he was he owned the local surf shop. His name was Pat Hannafin. and he came over, and he and he says, "Hey, Tom, how are you?" And the other coach said, "The judge, you know this guy?" He says, "Yeah, we're on the collegiate surf team at Long Beach State together." And so the coach, look, the the Huntington Beach coach, looked at me. and says, "Oh no, I have got a ringer." But no, it was it was just innocent. But uh, anyway, what happened? It just it worked out really great. We 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 did the whole season everything. But I I got that <clears throat> uh, that saying uh, when you when you. There, somebody it on the clipboard somebody's gonna have to take and pick it up and roll with it whether it's uh me or somebody else
1: i'd like you to talk a little bit more about how that worked out i mean did how'd you guys do oh we did, did
0: we did fine it worked out really well and i had known all and surfed with all the the the, the guys in the team so i knew how to place them uh in the different heats and everything and it, and it worked out just fine it was very rewarding and what was nice was that i had a i had an engineering business up the hill where i had the flexibility of i could take and uh, call the, the uh, head machinist and say go ahead and open up the shop i'll be in about an hour late you know and so i was able to spend time with my two sons uh, and in their surfing. uh uh, competitions and stuff, so it was kind of i was I was blessed to be able to do that uh, at the time, so yeah, so what was
1: the response from the school or or was there, there was a, no
0: response from the school um I you actually didn't get any
1: support from
0: no them at all no no but i would uh I had to fill out paperwork uh down there my son brought me some paperwork from the school said these people did these uh, surfers show up for the because that was their first period p e And yeah, the attendance was good. So I started taking attendance and everything, but it just kind of flowed organically. And, uh, it was a lot of fun. But that was my, uh, oldest son's senior year in high school. So, uh, after that, uh, we, uh, I didn't do it. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. No, no. But it
1: was a labor of love, uh, no pay involved, no, right? Just no. a sport that you love and yeah. your sons love and you yeah. had the opportunity to.
0: And I knew because I was a, a, a and when I was younger, I was a, a competitive surfer. I surfed in the Western Surf Association, uh, uh, meets. And then when I was in college, I surfed for Long Beach State College. So it was, uh, you know, I I knew how the contest work and how the heats work and and how the judging works. So it worked out. But uh, since they did know about it, it, it wasn't as uh, death-defying as uh, some of the other things. Like uh, another situation, Don's younger brother John, who lives in Nebraska, he's a science teacher. And uh, what happened was was. Uh, the the girls um diving team they didn't have a coach somebody sat down to clipboard so john went over picked up the clipboard and he says i know nothing about competitive diving and so he called me up and says, hey i am the coach for the women's diving team and he because i was also a springboard diver in 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 high school and uh so i He said, Well, figure it out. And he figured it out. But uh it's just, you know, it happens sometimes, even in and and he was already a football coach. He did basketball coaching. Mm -hmm. He was a good coach, but he'd known he knew nothing about uh diving. But he says, Well, I'll figure it out. I'll do the research and we'll get it and, and ask for help for from other people to figure it out. And sometimes that's what the thing is. Sometimes you have to be courageous enough to pick up the clipboard and then say i don't know what i'm doing but i'll find the help to get me to where i need to be so yeah that was uh
1: yeah and what he got some books on yeah uh, how how to coach diving yeah um, and then you had some great suggestions yeah and, uh, about the similarity between diving and gymnastics. That's
0: right and um. yeah recruit the girls from the gymnastics team because they're also <laughs> <laughs> they know how they, when they're up in the air they knew where they were in the air body control. It, body control and, and stuff yeah. yeah so that was uh, that was one thing where I was very uh, uh, proud of uh, my brother-in-law who just took and, and stepped up.
1: Yeah. And without having all everything figured out and necessarily having, um, all the expertise you need, having that foundational uh, basis of knowledge about what it takes for coaching, which there's a lot to it, right? So there's yes. the, the people side of it, the encouragement side of it. And, you know, to John's credit, um, his big thing is fitness, uh, the, the CrossFit. Uh, background that he has is he all of the coaching really any sport that you're involved in right whether it's diving or surfing or football or basketball all those things your fitness level um, and your discipline when it comes to your conditioning is going to be a huge part yeah, yeah. across the board yeah. so there is an example of a skill that is you know, needed uh, or, or uh, uh, discipline that's needed regardless of what it is that you're, you're teaching. But yeah, I was very proud of him to, to, like you say, pick up the clipboard and say, sure, I don't know a thing about uh, diving, but I'm a good coach and I'm going to figure it out and have some fun and hopefully make a difference in these kids' lives when there's a huge void there that was being filled. We'll be back in a moment.
0: Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. Castellito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world
1: CastelitoCaribe.com wwwc We look forward to seeing you soon. I'm so happy to have you with me for the Life in Paradise podcast. I love our listeners and fans, and we'd love to show our appreciation for you supporting the show. So please head over to lifeinparadisepodcast.com where you can find free resources mentioned in the show and also register for our gifts, prizes, and swag. I'd also love to hear from you. So there's a place on that page to submit your questions, comments, and requests so I can serve you better. And if I answer your question on the show, we'll send you a free gift. Getting back to this picking up the clipboard Obviously, we've been talking about it in a sports or coaching context, but it certainly comes into play in other situations. Um, if you heard the the interview I did with Renee Marino, uh, who got the part for of uh, Mary Delgado in uh, Jersey Boys, had she not spoken up? she could have missed the opportunity of a lifetime. And if you go back and listen to that interview, if you haven't heard it, because it's a great story that she shares with us. And to a similar point, um, maybe the clipboard's not sitting in the sand like you're talking about, but maybe there's uh, an opportunity there to make a huge difference in your life, like Renee, or... In someone else's life, or in a business or career context, and that's what we want to share with you next is the story of uh, Tom's son Patrick and his uh, sort of picking up the clipboard. Although it wasn't really, it wasn't really dropped, but there was certainly a need that he observed and spoke up. Sometimes it's it involves speaking up.
0: Yeah. So what happened was, um, uh, my oldest son was a radiology technician, uh, a very good one, and he got disenchanted with the medical industry. And he went from he was in Tucson, Arizona, he came back out to Newport Beach, California, where he grew up. Uh, this is later on, and um, and so when he was out there, he fl- we call it, I call it flopping around for a little bit. He had a couple of he had a manufacturing job and this and that. Uh, but he didn't. He didn't want to go back in the metal, medical field at the time. Well, he couldn't. He couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't have you a know, California board the credential. Credential. So anyway, uh, my my youngest son worked at a very large French bakery in uh, Newport Beach. It, it it supplied all the uh, baked goods for all of Orange County, the high end restaurants and everything. And so uh, uh, my uh, oldest son Patrick, he got a job as a as a bread truck driver okay i was kind of way beneath his pay grade but i said oh gosh patrick you can do better than that so he was a a bread truck driver for a while and then finally he had the, the courage to go in to the owner of the french bakery and says your system's all screwed up You, you're, you're not getting the right number, amount of bread out for certain times of the year. He knew the area because he grew up in it. He knew the times when the restaurants are going to be busy and when they're going to be slow and stuff. And so he told the owner, he says, at this, this, this time you're wasting bread and the other time you you're short of bread and everything. And you know what the owner said to him? He says, well, step up, figure it out. You, he, he, uh, well, he
1: said, Can you help me? Can basically? you help me? Yeah. 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 He says,
0: you Put your money where your mouth is. And um, and so he gave him a, a, an office and a computer. And he um, is, well, is now, uh, he controls a um, big French bakery. And he's very busy and he does a great job. And he, he makes sure that the right amount of dough was ordered, the right amount of, of bread is baked at certain times of year and everything. And he's got a lot of responsibility. He's kind of a key key player in the company because he took them he made the effort to step up and say hey i can do this better and so yeah you have to sometimes you got to step up and say i'll I'll, I'll be in charge i I, you know it's just like the person with the clipboard i'll be in charge i can figure this out so yeah it it was a great story
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Life in Paradise podcast. Did you love this episode? If so, we'd love for you to follow, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We invite you to tune in every week for more inspired insights and wisdom to create your somebody pinch me reality. And until next time, dream big and act on it daily.